0: you did it. You made it through Thanksgiving. I'm so proud of you. I'm sure that it was challenging and that there were compromises and meltdowns, both you, your kids and your family members. And that's where we're going to spend a little time today is reflecting on how do you learn from your experiences? How do you look, step back? and look at the behaviors and the communication that came through in this potentially very challenging moment and learn from it so that you can be more informed and more proactive next time. Keeping um, an experimentation hat on helps me to reconcile difficult experiences that I'm learning. And I get to be a learner. I get to be a beginner at all of this because I've never done this particular year, this particular moment, this particular holiday this way before. And in fact, it's always that way. We're always making it up, we're always learning as we go. There's really never an arrival point where things are suddenly better and easier. It's just life. And if it's hard, it probably means you're breathing and you have kids with challenges and those realities are a part of your life. So it says that you're alive, you're breathing, and you're aware. And that's the piece we're going to focus on today. So being aware, noticing, showing up, being present to your real life means that you're going to notice places that didn't go well. And places that you messed up or somebody else dropped the ball or something happened and it led to a too hard moment, to a behavioral expression that something was too difficult to manage adaptively, basically a meltdown. So if you are a pencil and paper type person or a notes app on your phone, you might open it up and jot down a few of these questions. You start with, who was it a problem for? This can actually be one of the hardest questions of all because sometimes our kids' meltdown wasn't didn't start with it being a problem for them. Maybe the problem started when grandfather announced that everyone needed to put away their technology and come to the table right now. And so it was really grandpa's difficulty with technology that led to your child's meltdown. And it may be... If you trace it back even further, it was your husband's difficulty talking to his father in advance to know that your family was going to allow the use of headphones at the table while your kid watched a video so that they could sit in the seat and participate in the family holiday. So who it was a problem for is a really important starting point. And as you can see, there may be multiple who's. So if you're starting to trace back... You could draw lines on your paper or do a couple of different columns, a couple of different bullet points for who was having a difficulty. And it's not only going to be your kids. You probably had some difficulty too. So who was it a problem for? Then you're going to say, what was a problem for them? What specifically was too hard? What expectation did someone hold that was too much. So grandpa held the expectation that people would put away their technology and that was too much for my kid. Or I held the expectation that my spouse would talk to his father and that was too much for my spouse. Being honest about whose expectation was too much And what expectation was too much is your next step. So who is it a problem for? Whose expectation was it? And what was the expectation that was too much? All of this is going to help you get out of the tangle of the events as they unfolded and trace it back so that you can begin to notice patterns and begin to make plans for next time. Then you're going to say... What demand exactly was too much? So was it the demand to put away the technology that was too much? Or was it the demand of being the only kid who had to do it? Maybe everybody else had already put their stuff away. So it was actually the attention that was too much. Was it for your spouse? Was it the expectation that he call his dad in advance that was too much? Or was it the idea of, the technology boundary being an issue in the first place, that he's not on board with you allowing the iPad at the table. So getting really specific about what demand was too hard, not just the general, the way you kind of started, but what exactly, to the degree that you know, and looking at all of the behavioral signals and the communication and any conversations you were able to have afterwards, what exactly was too much? And then, If you were going to go back and do it again, what would you drop? What would you let go? Would you let go of the expectation that your spouse call his dad and instead you call your mother-in-law and communicate the plan directly? Maybe asking that was too much, but it didn't work to let the situation unfold the way that it did. So you need different channels of communication so that you can let your partner off the hook. Or maybe it's too much to expect grandpa to remember the plan in the moment. So instead, you get your child out of the room when it's time to sit down at the table. And the whole idea that they would sit at the table with the iPad was just too much for grandpa. That he couldn't handle seeing technology that way. And instead, if you had him, if you had your kid watching their iPad, you know, in the spare bedroom, it wouldn't have been a problem. So That's why getting really specific on who it was a problem for and what exactly was a problem will be your direction for what you could do differently. And in this case, you know, I don't love like rehashing and regret. I think that what is most helpful is making these kinds of plans as a practice point, because it's going to come up again, not exactly the same situation. As we said, we're always making it up. It's always new, but using your low demand skills, using your ability to problem solve and proactively anticipate what's going to be difficult and making plans to drop those demands. It's a skill. And it takes a lot of creativity and flexibility and honesty that can be really challenging when we're just getting started. So let this be an exercise, like a playful thing. How could you What demand could you have dropped that would have eased the situation in some way? You don't know how it would have played out. Maybe grandpa would have gotten mad no matter what. Maybe he was in a bad mood and the technology wasn't even the point. He just wanted everybody to sit down at the table already because it was too noisy in the room for him or because he's always grumpy around holidays because everybody's in his house and he didn't get good sleep. Who knows? You may not be able to problem solve your way out of this ever, but you are honing your skills in being proactive about what's in your domain and how you can anticipate what's gonna be challenging and make plans. And by doing that as a as a practice point, you are getting better. And your skills will be sharper the next time to be able to see demands, to notice who they're a problem for, and not just the general category, but the specific demand, and then noting all kinds of creative ways that you could drop that demand while still meeting the needs of the people in the room. If you fielded a meltdown and you are beginning to work your way through the who and the what and the what specifically and what could we have done differently and you want to share it, that would be amazing. It will help everybody to hear examples and to see you go first or to jump on board with your own vulnerable story of here's how we melted down over the holidays. Um, I promise you're in good company and that all of us had tough moments. Um, So feel free to share honestly here. We would love to support you in your practice as you gain skills in low demand.